this is what it sound like when we rollin' our eyes still open All these people, all these drugs that could fit the ocean They say they can, they say they can't tell me what they smokin' Making waves, making waves, making real commotion This is what it sound like when we rollin' our eyes still open All these people, all Oh man, but yeah, um, you said that the Doja Coin thing was like it was kind of a joke until you actually made money. Oh yeah, like like I um <laughs> I told you like I was I knew it was a meme because if you look up Doge Coin, it's literally a picture of a dog, right? <laughs> of a retarded looking dog. But I know months back, I remember hearing it. And then Big Daddy Elon tweeted something about Dogecoin, jokingly. But you know how Elon Musk's in, like uh, influences. Yeah. So once GameStop took off, everybody's like, "Oh shit, Dogecoin!" I'm like, "All right, well, I got nothing to lose, so I'll just throw a hundred dollars to this Dogecoin, and within ten minutes." I can tell you exactly what I'm at right now. It may have dropped, but... Wait, you didn't pull that already? No, I don't know. Uh, so, I'm going to leave this $100 here just so I can see what it does because I bought it at $0.04 cents a yeah. stock. $0.04 cents a share. So, theoretically, I mean, I got 2,345 shares of this. Yeah. So, if it hits a dollar... I would have spent a hundred to make twenty five hundred. Crazy. Okay. If it goes to ten, I would have spent a hundred to make twenty five thousand. Like, come on. <laughs> oh man, I'm too pussy for that. I think that showed on my Facebook feed because people was talking about the cryptocurrencies going crazy. Honestly, yesterday when I first posted about um about uh, GameStop going crazy. I was telling everybody, like, hey, if you want jump shit, because it's it's a pump and dump. Like, it's about to go flat, you know, everybody put into it what they could put into it. And then this morning, really, uh, I don't know why, bro, but, like, the last few months, it almost seems like America has been, impre like, impressing me in a really bad way, like, month after month of, you know, I expected them to fail. It's kind of like having ground level expectations, and then you still yeah. get disappointed. Cause yeah. I did not expect. Like it was, it it was really like a slap in the face. Like Wall Street, yeah. Wall Street and Robin Hood, one hundred percent. Just like thought, like what did they think we were gonna do? Did they just think we were gonna like say okay. We'll yeah. learn next time. We won't play with the rich people. Well, I mean, it's, it's uh, Occupy Wall Street 2.0. You know? It just not in person. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was... Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to break down a little bit. I know you know about, like, everything that was going on. But I had a bunch of people... Really, when I say a bunch, I mean like three people hit me up wondering what was going on with um, GameStop. So I think it started off, uh, what was it, um, like a Reddit thread? Yeah, it was Reddit, uh, Wall Street Bets. Um, 
just a bunch of dudes. Uh, basically, it was they found out that these hedge funds, you know how they operate, they kind of borrow stocks and then they drive a stock down because they put in like bets or call options on it, essentially. Yeah saying that it's going to go down. So they pull this stuff out, and then when it goes down, they get the profit out of that and give it back to whoever they borrowed from. Mm -hmm. So these dudes found out about that, and they were like, hey, we like GameStop, so we're just going to run up the price and fuck their whole (laughs) (laughs) That shit happened. And caught wind, and then everybody else started buying the fucking shares, and the price just kept going up. And what did it say? It put one hedge fund company in, out of business or in bankruptcy. <laughs> oh, that makes me billions of dollars lost within a week or some shit like that. Yeah, we was messing with rich people. Yeah, man, some trust fund baby somewhere is fucking punching walls right now. <laughs> Oh, their kid ain't going to college. But yeah, (laughs) yeah, how you just described it is exactly what happened. A group of people collective, because the way the way it works is, and by no means are we like professionals or anything. We're the same as everybody else. We just kind of like pick apart everything until it starts to make sense. So GameStop is like a bucket of water. I'm going to describe it like this. So it's like a bucket of water. These hedge fund people over in this Reddit thread were like, hey, there's only so many buckets of water. If we buy all the buckets of water, then the price of that bucket of water isn't exactly going to be what the contents are within it. You know, the business itself. It's just going to be what we keep pumping into it. So it's going to give off the image of this company is doing fantastic when in reality the company isn't really doing anything gamestop is a failing business like nobody goes to gamestop and buys games anymore at the most they're like a middleman for the next you know game system we're all waiting for the drop to happen and you don't even have to go there to do that you can go to like target or walmart or amazon you just disrespect me because i was at gamestop earlier today (laughs) (laughs) bye I bought Cars 3 for my son. <laughs> Bro, just get a just get a terabyte hard drive and just buy the digital copy. <laughs> I do. I got the PS5. Whatever. Like, you oh, know. Are you trying to sell it? Yeah. Dude, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. No. I worked hard for that, bro. Yeah, trying to get your hands on a PS5 is just as... It is way more difficult than buying it. Oh, it is just like what three to five hundred dollars. Finding it in the first place is like a needle in the haystack. But that's <laughs> that's a little beside the point. But uh, yeah, so the actual company GameStop is only so good. I forgot to turn off Facebook notifications. I don't feel like hearing that little noise all the time. But yeah, so GameStop is just the company. These people in this Reddit thread like poured more money into the company than it actually could have. So it's like a bucket that has too much water in it. Now imagine putting this bucket in a field and there's a flood. The flood is too much for the ground to absorb it. So it's just a lot of water everywhere. 
everybody sees it. They're like, oh, I want to put some of my money into that flow, make the water grow. I want a piece of that. Kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. Increased like 2,500% like the last week. It's nuts. Like I said, it made another company like have to file for bankruptcy so clearly people up in wall street aren't having a fun time right now because people outside of them are controlling the trends and what that let so what that called is just a pump and dump so rich people do it all the time so instead of like all of us doing it just imagine like a couple of really rich hedge fund people that are like hey we're going to take like $5 billion and completely buy up all the volume of a stock. And from that point, everybody's going to start buying a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. What they do, like you said, is just buy a put option expecting for it to fall. Now, that expectation is more like uh, chokehold control over it because you actually have all the volume. So as soon as you put out a little bit of news and just sell all your stocks that put is going to come to fruition and it's going to come true this is legal this is perfectly legal and you have to have a high amount of money to do it or have a collective of people who are willing to you know pull your money together and make this happen it's just the normal people kind of figured it out and we were we kind of went crazy with it and started profiting which is perfectly legal it is perfectly fine but for the rich people, they didn't like that. So what they did is this morning, uh, well, first of all, Robinhood, uh, it's, a, it's a stock trading app, and it completely failed. Robinhood doesn't have software that's capable of handling that much volume of trades at the same time. That's why they make day trading so difficult on Robinhood, because their servers can't handle it at all. So by this morning... Like GameStop stock had like after hours and just one day of after hours went up like $250 and then dropped $50. And this isn't like an option. This is normal for an option. This isn't normal for like a normal stock. Mm-hmm. So this completely makes Robinhood like shit the bed. Like they can't handle it. Whole software goes down. And then when it comes back up in like, you know, 30 or 40 minutes, GameStop, AMC, and BlackBerry are all gone. They're not there anymore. And I'm really confused because I was watching it over uh, overnight in the aftermarket and it was completely yeah. gone. So I was like, uh, so I started hitting up some of my friends. I'm like, hey, can y'all see this or is it just my account? They were like, no, nah, bro, that shit's gone. I was like, oh, this is about to be a real fun day because that isn't okay at all. So for the people that wanted to either buy more or dump more, no longer had the availability on Robinhood. It was gone. I think TD Ameritrade did the exact same thing. So both of them had the same idea, and they completely took it off of their system. I can kind of get that a little bit, just as it's uh, it was the reason for why the software shut down. But if it's the reason the software shut down, don't open the rest of your app. And allow people to trade other things, messing with the volatility of those other stocks in general because they can't be touched right now. Just right. leave it closed until you can fix all of it. Stocks aren't uh okay. We'll only fix. It's not like your car. You can't just like oh I'll just get the oil changed today and I'll get the transmission done tomorrow. No, you have to like give us that options for everything, or don't uh-huh. put it back up. And then when it did come back up, Robinhood was 
awesome BS just saying like, okay, you can only sell it, which um, is, is a terrible precedent to, you know, make. I don't even know if it's like the legality of it, but if a stock trading app legally had the ability to do this, the way this precedent sets itself up is in the future, who's to say that they're not going to do it again? Who's to say that they're not going to control the flow and benefit those who are up at Wall Street rather than the consumer? And right now, I think the acting attorney general is looking into it because what Robin Hood did was that bucket of water that's in the flooded area. Even if you wanted to go get it, you can't. And now the flood's going away. That bucket is still going to be there, which is the original price of GameStop. But when you bought it, when it was at $200 and went up to $450 and, you know, you poured more money into it, poured more, poured more. Now you can't get your profits back. You can't get your money back. That's not okay. And that's some real BS that happened. And, you know, it, it's kind of crazy because it's like, I never thought it would be this audacious of how big the slap in the face was. Well, I mean, I mean, essentially they just brought like to shit that's been happening for how long now? When did the stock market first open? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They burnt down Black Wall Street. You know, just because. But, I don't know. So, it's supposed to be a free market, right? Yeah. But only a free market if the right people are benefiting from it. That's what I got from what's been happening these past couple of days. Because, uh-huh. <clears throat> I mean, if this has shown you anything, I mean, it shows you that if everybody bands together, we could all eat. Yeah, for sure. No matter what, you know. <clears throat> and it's but, honestly, it's like a casino. What's that? Like the way the odds worker, what is it? I think it's called. Uh, I don't know if it's the craps table. It's the table where you roll. Uh, I think you roll dice. There's like three different like things that you could pick. But oh. I, I low key kind of like game the system because I had like seven of my friends come to the casino and all of us came there and you're betting against the dealer so if it's seven against the dealer at least one to two people are always going to win we pulled our money together no matter and we made a favorable pattern of bets towards everybody on the table so really about three to four of us won every single hand and after the pool was done you know we had a lot more money and yeah, yeah that's kind of what happened today but Instead of the dealer just, you know, fairly playing, the dealer just, like, flipped the table, kept all your chips, and was like, mm, we're going to give it back to you when we're ready. And, you know, when they flipped the table back around, you didn't, you had, like, a chip left. Yep. Well, I ain't going to hold you. The dudes in this subreddit group that originally started this whole trend, they're holding on, no matter what Robin Hood or all these motherfuckers do. Um, because the whole idea behind it is Robin Hood wants you to sell. Because once you sell, I'm pretty sure, not positive, but I'm pretty sure tomorrow, those hedge funds that put in that call, or that, yeah, that call, that's when it ends. 
So whatever call they put in, if everybody sold tonight just to get back in and buy again in a different brokerage, you're going to have to wait until tomorrow morning at 9.30 anyway to get that stock. So that price is just going to plunge immediately to where they possibly win their calls. That's what I think, but I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Yeah. Much that will be a great strategy. I'm not a part of that whole Reddit thread, and I could see how that would end up profiting because like you said the call option and for the people that know options have um they have expiration dates on them so i could buy an option that expires on like say february 5th don't know if that's a real one but it expires february 5th the closer i get to february 5th the price per day that it loses money grows so by the time it gets to the end it's really worthless at that point like you pretty much bottomed out. So the day after, it becomes normal again. And this happens a lot with stocks at the end of their like life when it comes to the options. This is what happens. That would be a fantastic strategy if that's what people are waiting for. Hopefully, it's people with money to lose because if it doesn't go right, that's a whole part of the game. I'm rooting for you. I hope everything. I'm not going to come in the game. Like I said, I'm pussy. I'm not about to do anything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't, I wasn't a part of, I didn't have any GameStop or AMC or Blackberry uh, stocks. But while we've been talking, I've made 30 more dollars on Dogecoin. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I don't get cryptocurrency. (laughs) Thirty-four dollars. I mean, not bad. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> it just keeps going up. It's crazy. I don't get it. Crazy, but okay. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I feel like one of them forex motherfuckers with this Dogecoin shit. But no, you're you're not a real forex, or you're not like screaming at people how your life is so great and. You know what? You're flying all across America, living in hotels. Oh, my God. Forex itself is not bad. No, not Because all all they do is do options on... Money. Or not currency, but money, yeah. That's all they do. The shitty part is everybody turned it into a pyramid scheme. Yeah. So I'll see people on, like, Instagram or some people we went to school with. (laughs) There's so many. You ain't shoot. You ain't forex with my team. I'm like, God damn, bro. Shut up. Only three requirements. Be ready. Be optimistic. Be ready to make money. Like you said, be ready twice. So. He said be ready twice, bro. <laughs> like y'all aren't even smart. Do you think I'm going to trust you to teach me how to trade stocks? No, because you don't trade stocks. You make a commission off every person that joins. And you kind of play around with stocks from time to time. But they call it like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, You know, revenue that's lifelong revenue. It's going to end up affecting their family. You know, this is stuff that you pass on to your children. It's like, no, it's not. (laughs) Stock trading isn't something you pass on to your child. It's just something you learn. Like, it's not like a business or anything. It's just 
Like, like how how can you make long lasting like renewable money with other people's money? Well, well, as far as forex goes, you can't really. I mean, you just. I mean, the best thing you can do is kind of just teach them how to buy options and shit. But yeah, with regular stocks, I mean, you can buy stocks that have dividends that oh, pay. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean. Say you your your yearly expenses are sixty thousand dollars a year. If you have two million dollars in the Apple, the dividends alone pay sixty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. I mean it's that simple, but I mean first you gotta get two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of where um I'm trying to skate my um, portfolio to go towards is like heavy in actual stocks with dividends and you know when i have the time just to you know kind of mess around i'll just do my thing and just buy a random cryptocurrency or buy a random uh, i don't know like call or put a, i suck at put options i cannot get those right calls i can get right i can't get a put right to save my life i'm trying to fucking uh Shit, if Dogecoin open up to where I can start doing calls and puts, I'm gonna start doing that shit. But I think I think I made up my mind. Tomorrow or Monday, I'll probably throw another hundred to Forex and start doing that and kind of see what take where it takes me in a week. Cause the shit that you have to do. In order to be successful in Forex, you do not need to pay the $500 interest fee. To be <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> so. And they be really trying to charge you like a monthly fee to have access to their Discord so you could get all the trades that they're making it's like there's no guarantee that those trades are 100% going to do well like you could be in that thing for three straight months and it could honestly be the three worst months of cryptocurrency you're not going to make money but if you just treat it as you know trading in itself you get away from the idea of guaranteed money like that's the one worst thing that people could ever like set their mind back into is like oh if I give this guy like $450 He's going to be able to flip. No, they are not going to be able to 100% flip your income. There's only one thing that exists that does that, and that's having a job. If you go mm -hmm. to your job and work nine hours, you'll get paid. And if you don't, you can take them to court. But these people who are just selling you these false dreams of becoming... Oh, and no, they, bro, they be trying to say like they're millionaires too. Can you believe that? Bro... They'll say that, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, we got a penthouse it's in the middle of a Airbnb." Either that, or they do have the penthouse, but they ain't shit in it. <laughs> it's just fucking. It's a high-end trap house. Literally, and they all share the lease. Yeah, like, <laughs> do people ever see their Snapchats? And it's just like an eight-room house, and there's like fifty people, and it's like, okay, okay. Okay, this doesn't add up right now. And then it's just like a pool of people, like a cult, like with their phones out, 
recording this one person scream at them about how their dreams are coming true one day at a time with their with this company that they're with there's no other company who can do this forty forty dollars this is ridiculous <laughs> this is ridiculous bro <laughs> Oh my god, man. Stock trading is so... Uh, uh, let me read off some of the... Um, I put out a post. Um, you know, I was trying to encourage people to, like, talk about trading more because people only talk about this whenever, like, crazy stuff like this happens. But it's, uh, yeah. you know, I'm just encouraging them, like, put out what stocks did the best for them. Uh, got a lot of Apple, got a lot of Tesla. Um Bitcoin, that's technically a cryptocurrency, but I'll take it. You know, people making their bread off Bitcoin right now. Uh, American Airlines, uh, Navita, a lot of cryptocurrency, a lot of tech and clean spark. Uh, <laughs> when you did Dogecoin and now you're sitting here actually profiting off Dogecoin. <laughs> Bro, like I like I wish I would have got in a lot earlier. Like when I first heard about it months ago, because at first I was like, yeah, you know, whatever, Dogecoin. <laughs> now I'm just like, shit. Because if I would have bought back then, back then it was like a third of a cent. Yeah. So if I put in a hundred towards that. I would have had shit. Eight, ten thousand shares. Jeez. Yeah, man, and you know, the more we get into it, I need to adapt my head over to cryptocurrency too. But it's all just avenues for people to be able to make added revenue on top of what they already have. And I'm happy that people are talking about it now, and people. It's kind of scary to see people like go that crazy over like GameStop because eventually. Honestly, if Wall Street didn't do the shysty mess that they did, it was eventually going to dump again. Like, yeah. like it was inevitable. I had tried to look yeah. up one put option for um for uh, GameStop. Bruh, it was $17,000. I said, nigga, what? Okay, y'all know what. Y'all y'all played me. I tried to get you. Silly me. <laughs> I want somewhere else. Like, it was 100% expected to completely plummet again. But, I guess, you know, the rich people up at Wall Street weren't having that today. And neither was Robin Hood and their biased business practices. I am leaving them, by the way. I just sold all my shares. I didn't even care to try to look up, um look up a way to try to like transfer my money over to a different one i just like hit up onto my homies and was like hey shoot me your um shoot me your code for like webull or whatever trading yeah. people use because you know if i'm gonna be jumping shit from here i at least want to help put food on somebody else's plate and i think webull gives you three extra stocks either one or three fact check me on that but either one or three free extra stocks for every person you sign up and you get one free stock after depositing a hundred dollars i think hmm. interesting yeah man gotta we gotta help each other out you know 
2021 yeah. so far um between people storming the capital in america coming together to like you know kind of understand a little bit more about the hidden faces of racism they weren't really that hidden they were just kind of okay. like ignored by everyone else except for you know colored people but and uh the <laughs> the audacity of wall street people and some of these like companies that like allow us to trade stocks like they really really just slapped us in the face like in broad daylight broad daylight bro no problem no ifs ands buts about it but you know what other stock i'm looking at that nobody's really talking about right now Hydrogen, right? Hydrogen? Hydrogen, right? So, Tesla, Neo, and all these electric car companies, Mm -hmm. they're pretty high right now, right? But these cars are ran by lithium-ion batteries. So, realistically, lithium-ion over a certain amount of time is just as bad for the Earth as it is, you know, gas what fossil fuels are mm-hmm. plus you know that resource is going to run out soon because they can only make so many fucking batteries but hydrogen is literally in water so <clears throat> once this is done once lithium is done I'm pretty sure they're going to start dabbling into hydrogen powered cars bro how long of a long ball is that that sounds like I'll be sitting on that mug forever yeah, yeah, you might. It'd probably be a couple of years, but usually when you buy stocks, it's for the long run, man. Yeah, absolutely. Let me see what they're saying right now. I don't know. Yeah, I just shot the. <laughs> uh, actually, I wonder if my Weeble. Jill saw it. Sitting at twenty two bucks a share right now. That is that that's a stock that I'd be willing to invest in just to see what happens in the future. Cause like for twenty two dollars a stock, I could buy five of those and not miss it. Like it could just sit mm-hmm. there, do what it do, you know. If it helps me on the future, whatever profits I would have got from it at that point are just gonna buy the next stocks. Or help me buy the next stocks. That's why I threw a hundred source doge. Nice. And guess what? what? <laughs> Did I say fifty already? <laughs> fifty. <laughs> we have been recording for thirty minutes and it is at fifty dollars. <laughs> I'm definitely throwing another hundred tomorrow. <laughs> Put wood on the fire, make it burn. <laughs> Oh, you gotta love it. You gotta love it, man. 2021 has been real interesting. Uh, yeah, this is the first episode. This is the first episode since, I think, August. I fell off because I had uh, separated. It came back, blah, blah, blah. 2020 ended up going crazy at the end. Blah, blah, blah. Trump left office. Blah, blah, blah. Biden's in office. Blah, blah, blah. Here we are. Oh, wait. Before that, a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of crazy people, like, a, like, ran into the capitol building and that that was another side of like 
you know, my expectations were on the ground, but you guys managed to make an earthquake, like, and not in a good way. It was just flat out ignorance. All those people, like, they're they're so stupid. Like, stupid, they recorded bro. themselves going in and doing. They all like, look insane, bro. They were John Deere out here at the Congress bill. Like, bro, you put your name in it and put it on Facebook <laughs> and tried to get on a plane and go home. <laughs> like that that's probably the craziest part like you did all that y'all was in that mug for three to four hours nobody that should be the first like like spidey sense like you know people from urban areas and a lot of other people kind of understand this when you're doing something bad and nobody is doing anything about it and they should be doing something about it you should run like Mm-hmm. You're not nothing. You're not doing something smart. You know, you're not out witting somebody. They just have cameras everywhere, and they're just looking at you. And you know, people on Twitter ended up like snitching on you when you went back to your Hilton later that night. <sighs> Fuck those people, bro. You know what's crazy? Like I live in a neighborhood. Inauguration happened, what, last week? Mm-hmm. I think, or, yeah, last week. I think, yeah. They're still flying their fucking Trump flags and shit. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Bro, I was driving down the street the other day. It's in Fayetteville, Georgia. I was on my way to my sister's house, and I drove past this, like, it's not like in obvious like redneck looking house but you know with the upside down american flag it quickly drew that picture out and it has been like that for many like i've gone to her house a couple of times and every time i pass it and in the military like um an upside down flag either means like you're in duress or you turned against the country it's not a good thing if you put the flag upside down and it's funny that they look up, you know, stupid shit like that instead of actually educating themselves on, like, political topics, economical norms, uh, decency. Decency. You know, fuck decency. <laughs> like, why do we need that? We're just, we're just going to be mad at everyone. And now... Trump seems to have just completely fallen off the map. Honestly, nobody really cares. We're, like, I'd, I personally don't care because he's, like, after he left the White House, he's not an issue for me. He's just himself. And he could do, if he wants another TV show, do whatever. I really don't care. And then he still, well, had, bro, he still has his impeachment trials next month. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but, I mean, realistically, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. No. It might. But I don't think it's going anywhere. It's going to rattle up the media again. He's also banned from everything. That was so hilarious. He can't really be in the limelight now. Before, while he was still president, he could have held a press conference at any point in fucking time and got his word out. But he, <laughs> but he just threw a temper tantrum. The stupid thing this man did was incite that insurrection because, I mean, he had a chance to fucking overturn fucking Biden or whoever winning the presidency. 
But he was just like, yo, y'all, fuck this shit up. And as soon as he did that, bro, <laughs> just fucked his whole thing up. Bro, when somebody died, that's when I was like, yeah, heads are going to roll at this point. Like, y'all killed a federal officer on Capitol Hill. Wow. Somebody beat one of them with an American flag. A lady holding a do not tread on me flag got trampled to death. The sheer levels of irony that were just going on, it almost seemed like a really funny episode of South Park, but in a really cruel way because it's actually reality. Like you were holding a do not tread on me sign. And they treaded on you. A lot. I feel sorry. How's that Dogecoin going? Oh, man. It kind of, it kind of mellowed out. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it mellowed but out. I figured it might. Uh, it'll mellow out tonight, but I'm pretty sure tomorrow. If So, the thing about Dogecoin right now is... Do you have TikTok? Like, do you watch TikTok or anything like that? No, I, don't. I unfortunately don't have TikTok. I mean, it's not really unfortunate. I mean... Most people think of TikTok, they think of teenage kids or yeah. dancing and shit, but uh, everybody's going crazy about it. After all this GameStop shit, everyone's like, Dogecoin, to the moon! <laughs> and, you know what I'm and, you know, once these kids get a hold of it, because, I mean, you have to, all you have to do is be 18 to be able to trade on Robinhood. Mm-hmm. And both of these kids are probably telling their parents and shit like that, and the cap for Dogecoin, what is it at? I think it was like a couple billion or something like that. And I have 2,000 shares just off of $100. So, I mean... So the pump and dump <laughs> is coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I don't think it's really going to be that much of a pump and dump because... It's a cryptocurrency, yeah, which can be used internationally, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not put against any other currency. It's not put against the American dollar, uh, the euro, or anything like that. It's it's just it. So if it does rise to a point where it is very valuable, it's going to be just like Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, all that stuff. Yeah. So. Essentially, what was once a meme could turn into something real. Bro, that is in like that. Like, if twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one could have a like title, that would be it. Like, you want to make memes reality? Twenty twenty one. All right, fifty one. Oh, man, I hope everybody continues to keep investing, keep educating themselves on investing stocks, cryptocurrency, and don't just start talking about it when, like, really big events like this happen. Like, you know, quarterly uh, quarterly announcements comes out for all these things. When that happens, you could typically expect for, like, an option to either go really good or really bad, like, you know, Nike's quarterly um, reports ended up shooting it up like maybe 20 or $25. And mm-hmm. it usually never stays all the way at the top of that. It usually melts back out 
like around the $13 raise, so about 50%, it'll drop back down to. But, you know, there's a lot of scenarios with a lot of different companies because they all have different, like, quarterly um, quarterly earning reports that come out where you can make your profits. Cryptocurrency doesn't really have that. Cryptocurrency is a different thing. I really don't understand why it goes up or down. It's kind of weird, but crypto is all over the world so of course there's not just going to be like one central economy that's going to drive it completely up or completely down crypto just does it. <laughs> i don't get it I, yeah, I feel like dogecoin just hit like 55 dollars or something yeah 60 dollars okay okay <laughs> so guys as you can hear um anything is possible but um you know, as long as we keep working together and, you know, as we've seen, we can band together to do what the people up at Wall Street are doing, make ourselves money. It may not be all of their money, but we do get to rock some of their money and they're going to have to learn how to play with the system because now they're getting themselves in hot water because they thought today was going to be a good day to screw with the American people. And we've been on one. <laughs> Bro, everybody's been... Fu- oh, God. Did I just say 60? 65? 75? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. This shit just went to 80. We get in mind. This shit's about to hit 10 cents a share. That's crazy. It was literally at point... Like, zero, zero... Zero three. <laughs> Up a share. Do you think it's gonna like drop back down to uh, at least like half of what it just like rose by? Do I think it's gonna drop? Yeah. Probably. It'll probably drop in a little bit, but it's like so. How I've been watching it right now. I mean, the trend is pretty high, so it'll go up. It'll climb, climb, climb. It'll have a moment where it drops. But I think what people are doing is, because you got a lot of people, like I put in 100, but a lot of people are putting in like 25, 10, 15, you know. And they're like, ah, well, I only made $2. You know what I'm saying? So they're probably pulling out yeah, $90. $90. And that's something else. Like if people, like if y'all are gonna invest, like by all means, do what you're capable of. But it's better to invest in volume, cause even if it's just like for a dividend yield, like you know, one hundred dollar stock might only have like a six dollar dividend yield. But if you buy a hundred of those, then you know, yeah, you just pay ten thousand dollars for a stock, but you're also getting uh, really not that great of a return. I mean, like, it, it, it's a volume game, pretty much. So you're going to get the money for the stock on top of, like, 600 extra dollars that you didn't really do anything for. It's just a thank you for having it. And crypto ain't the same thing. Honestly, Dogecoin is just, like, going nuts right now. Um, I might try to figure out how to, like, open a, <laughs> a crypto wallet pretty soon. Oh, yeah. I just dropped another hundo on it, bro. Oh man, life's good. Fuck it. Life is good. See, I when I dropped a hundred last time, I, I had 
2,300 shares, but now I only get 13. That's still so, a lot. That's still a lot. Yeah. We're going to see hey, the moon. You're making money, bro. You're making money. Investing is always a good way. All the people who have like tens of thousands of dollars in a savings account that gives you like 0.01% return on what you deposit in it. So you'll get like 50 cents at the end of the year. Don't put all of it in stocks and investing in crypto. Um, just put some of it and just kind of get a feel for like what happens. You're going to lose. You're going to lose a little bit or a lot of it. But you could also make a lot of it or a little bit. And the more you learn, I mean, you don't lose as much. So realistically, the smart thing to do, like, I just put $200 into this, right? But I get paid on a weekly basis. So yeah. if I were to put a certain percentage of my paycheck in every time I got paid into any stock, is going to grow. I mean, unless that stock just tanks. Yeah. Which could that, be offset by another, like, prevailing stock. Mm-hmm. So, the smart thing to do would be, like, say, when I was in the military, I had a TSP account. Mm-hmm. And I, it's essentially a 401k. The only difference is you have control of what you kind of, you have somewhat of a control of what you can invest in. Like, you know, did you have a TSP while you were in, or... Yeah, I had a TSP. What did you invest in, like the G account or the G fund or something like that? Yeah, the G fund. So that's like the base, like the base one that has like the lowest risk, lowest return, right? Mm-hmm. But I was looking through them, and I found out that the S fund is essentially the S and P five hundred. So when this pandemic hit. Remember when the stock market just crashed? Yeah. Everything crashed. But it all jumped. Right? So when that shit jumped, my account jumped. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh, I wish we could touch that money. I mean, you can. Because... that penalty, though. It's 20%. Depending on how much you got in there, 20% is a good amount. But nine times out of ten, you held that account more than a year. Mm-hmm. So it's only going to be 20%. You can choose to have them take 30 But why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> but why would you do that? Oh, man. Yeah, I got a. I still got my TSP going because um, I'm still on the reserves, and they give you the option. I had opted into the blended retirement system, so um, I could do whatever I want with it. That was mm-hmm. more structured because I didn't think I was gonna do a full twenty in the military, and I at this point, like, I highly doubt I will. I got out and realized, and that that has to be a whole other podcast. Just separating, bro, like. If I wanted to keep doing security, I had got offered from a contracting company for 100000 plus. It was to go over and do security over in Afghanistan, in Kabul, Afghanistan, for 
It was like a three month on, one month off. And that's it. You just had, you know, three, you know, three months off a year. Um, same job, essentially. And they were like on it about trying to recruit me. It would They had said the recruitment process takes about six months to complete. And in the meantime, you just got to like not commit a felony or like do anything crazy and just keep your security clearance like normal. And just with that option for the people that don't even want to go to school, that don't want to do anything else, like as long as you have a security clearance and you didn't like screw your career over, yeah. you can make fantastic money. Yeah. The VA is a little elusive, but here's another there. Footwork, you can get it. I haven't had too many problems with them, but. I also don't really fuck with them too much, so. Yeah, I've, I have an appointment with them, a virtual appointment with them on, I think, next Tuesday or the Tuesday after. And it's like a video. No, nah, it's going to be next Tuesday. It's like a video assessment. First thing that's coming out of my mouth, my back hurts. It hurts. My legs hurt. My ankle hurts. My bones crack for no reason. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> oh man but there's resources out here for us um hard weirdest thing is just kind of like getting an apartment or getting a house like if you wait a month after you get out the military try to get one you no longer have consistent income to prove to a rental or letting agency that you like consistent income is more important than what you currently have like i currently have enough money to buy all my years of rent but they don't care about that. They want to see that you're making money. So mm. you will get declined if you don't have a full-time job. And for the people that want to get out and try to use the post 9-11, you know, make the money. Yes, you will be making money, but it doesn't count towards your income. So technically, that's just counted as zero. Some places <laughs> give you a little bit of leniency and count it. But you also have to provide that your salary is at least three times as much as the monthly rent. But that's just a doorway, like, kind of clause that you have to prove that you make it. You can pick up some random part-time job and just quit it just to, you know, put you over that barrier. But, um, yeah, that was kind of the weirdest curve I had to, like, adjust to. Definitely weird. But, um... Yeah, best way to get around that, just uh, get a place before you get out. Just, you know, if it's your last month, take that um, permissive TDY to come back to the States. Set up, mm-hmm. if you're overseas, set up everything, get everything down. If you want to get a house, you still have an income. Um, you know, go ahead, get a loan. For that, I will probably try to do it six months earlier so. You know, if they try to ask, like, do you plan on retiring? You're not just going to sit there with your tail but between your legs. But Did you, uh, you were going to use your VA loan, correct? I was, but I decided since I'm going to school and I'm just staying with family at the moment, I don't necessarily need to move out on my own. Right. I decided not to try to pick up a full-time job and go to school full-time. See, the thing with the VA loan, when I 
applied for my house and bought my house or whatnot. I had just moved from Washington State. Well, one I got a pre-approval before I left Washington State. But that doesn't really mean anything. I moved from Washington State to Ohio. And obviously I was out of a job for two or three months. Mm-hmm. And essentially they were like, well, you're using a VA loan. Um, you had a job for the past couple of years. Um, you're going to get a job, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. You're going to get a job. And they were like, oh, well, sounds good. And they approved me for like 250k or some shit like that. And I was like, all right, well, sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to buy this one. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and I'm sure I I could have been able to get the loan if I actually put a little bit more into it. But I'm kind of happy I took a step back because coming back from being overseas for like close to seven years, I don't really know the area anymore. Like, would it make sense to buy a place that's closer to school and pay money towards that and then, you know, just have to uproot that VA loan, move somewhere else later on and keep doing that? Pretty much still live the military lifestyle, but just like do more of the logistics when it comes to the financing for it. I really don't feel like dealing with that. I'd rather not just learn the area, but after I'm done with school, figure out like, okay, where's the job I'm about to get going to be at. So that'll be more of a long lasting home rather Mm -hmm. than me just having this home for the next three years. And then I get hired in a completely different area or state and I have to uproot everything that I've been working on and go somewhere else. Right. Yeah, it's been real fun roller coaster. <clears throat> and I'm sorry, I'm still soon. looking at this Dogecoin situation here. <laughs> it's trending down now, but it's going to come back up. Yeah, it's expected to drop. It's always a teeter-totter. Yeah. I'm going to close the app and kind of just... Yeah, watching it forever is kind of insane. It's like watching water boil. Oh, man. Hey, I'm going to cut the recording here and we can just keep talking, chatting it up. But uh, No problem. Happy to get this first episode back on the roads, back on the streets happy to do it again it might not drop until like monday because um i need to bring back up like the website that i used to go through to stream the website the stream oh, the yeah. podcast back on like spotify and apple i might just do spotify i don't feel like splitting it everywhere again yeah no problem it's been another episode thank you This is what it sound like when we roll in the hostel open. All these people, all they drip, that could fit the ocean. They say they can, they say they can't, tell me what they smoking. Making waves, making waves, making real commotion. This is what it sound like when we roll in the hostel open. All these people, all they drip,